0: So hi, everyone. I'm Chia. I'm an alcoholic, an alanonic, a compulsive eater, a sex addict. I I mean, just an all round messed up kind of person, right? And um, and that has meant that I have done the steps a number of times in a number of programs in, in different ways with the result that Um, My understanding of them has evolved over time. Maybe I should mention that time is 40 years. I started in Al-Anon in the spring of 83. And most recently, I joined Overeaters Anonymous. Um, That was five years ago. And because my understanding that the steps had evolved over time, I got a meeting at my second OA, I got a sponsor at my second OA meeting, and after four days in OA, I found, I got access to that power, that place inside me that had the power to allow me to stop eating compulsively, and that for me is just record time, um, And it's because the more I understand the steps, the more I make them my own, the more effective they are. And that's why I want to uh, share with you a way of thinking about them that I think makes the steps more accessible, more inclusive, and easier to understand even for a newcomer. So I will share, well, let's see, maybe I better, Give you a little bit of background first. Um, Bill Wilson gave us the form that he used to, to get free of alcohol. I made a list, I got on my knees, I um admitted things, I did this, that's all form. And if there had been someone there watching, that person might've been able to say, well, the function was the result of you doing those things. So you got on your knees and um, and you were willing to stop white knuckling it. That was the result, what I'm calling the function. Or uh, you admitted your life was unmanageable and it made you willing to stop trying to manage and control everybody else. That would be the function. So when we talk about the function, I think what we wind up with is a description of this very long, complicated process of completely changing my life from being pushed around by alcohol or whatever else it is to being free and having more happiness, more harmony, more just dis- good, more good stuff in in my life, and that process, which I suspect is a natural human process, in fact, maybe normal people just spontaneously mature as they get older, and they their life does become more free and harmonious. Well, that wasn't happening for me, man. I had to work at it. Um, so I I suspect that this process of liberation. Is is a basically human one, and therefore, when we have an accurate description, it will be it will cover everybody. It will include everybody on the planet, and we won't have any of this monkeying around trying to fiddle with Bill's words until you know we find a form that works for people. Okay, so he gave us the form, and. Um, And I think we've gotten bogged down. We, the secular, worldwide secular recovery community, have gotten bogged down in messing with his words and writing alternative forms. And that what we need to do is take a step back and talk about the function. So I'm going to do that now by sharing with you my understanding of the function of each step. So when I ask myself, what was the result of me doing step one, I have taken the results from the various different uh, programs that I've been in and tried to generalize them. This is, not, this is not such a general description that it includes everybody on the planet because I'm only one person. But it is generalized in that it's not just alcohol. It's not just messing in other people's lives, just food, sex, whatever. Okay, so here's my answer. Step one allowed me to stop doing things that don't work. You know, I've been doing them uh, because it's the only thing I know to do. And I know they don't work. And when I stop, when I take step one, it leaves me um, with nothing no answer, nothing to do that does work. So step two is to assume that there is an answer and go look for it. Step three then asks me to make a commitment. OK, if I promise myself my life will get better, then am I willing to pay the price? And, and to that, I can say yes. My, to me, better means healthier, happier, and ethically sound. I think this is where Bill got tangled up with religion. That, for him, better meant God. Um, of course, I'm not him. I can't say for sure. But, uh, but it, th- what I'm working toward has to be better, or I won't be willing to pay the price. I can't trade food addiction for coke. You know, it's just um, that's that's not a, a what do they call that um, a an up, upgrade. That's not an upgrade. Okay. <laughs> step four is uh, okay, so I've made this commitment to a better life. What are the obstacles in my way? And step five is go ask somebody else who's going to say, well, <clears throat> Tia, the obstacles in your way, there's about 60 missed um, because I can't see into my own blind spots, right? Six, which the big book gives short shrift and I view as the workhorse. In step six, I have to take all those obstacles and translate them, find out what's the unmet need that drives my problem behavior. So uh, so in my eating dishes, I, I eat when I'm bored, I eat when I'm frustrated. So uh, the unmet need is I need a better way, to relate to frustration, a better response to frustration. I need more tolerance for my own boredom. Um, Okay, sorry, I just got distracted there. Okay, and also in step six, I'm charged with becoming entirely ready. Now this is, the, the work might be emotional, Um, like boredom and frustration. It might be mental, like I just can't believe I'm allowed to be honest with people. It might be practical, like I need to get an apartment of my own without that roommate. Um, Social, you know, tell my best friend not to bring pot to the house when she comes over. You know, there's a lot of different kinds of work here when I'm entirely ready, I can go find new ways to meet those needs. I can find a new response to frustration. And so I get new answers to old problems. And then the rest are about incorporating those answers into my daily life. Um, it's not, they aren't going to do me any good if I forget to use them when I need them. So I incorporate them into my thinking, my social thinking by thinking about past events, my current relationships by making amends, my daily habits by doing step 10 and and the other aspects of my life by, um, you know, the sort of philosophical broadening of step 11 and then incorporate these into my future life, which I'm doing right now. This is my future I'm making right now with you guys. Um, and you'll see I've, I've grouped these into three phases of this process of transformation. The way I understand it, there's the preparation, the getting new answers and incorporating them. My problem before I got to um, 12 steps, I lived in California I worked on my head man I had a lot of insights you know so I would have an insight let's call that step seven and then and I and I just wouldn't use it you know and my life didn't change my feelings didn't change I didn't change Um, but I think the power of the steps and there's really no question about the power of them I mean they completely changed me And and right now all over the world, people are giving testimonials how effective these steps were. I think the power of the steps is in their their ability to carry me all the way through, you know, so that I don't stop at step seven. And I do incorporate what I've learned into my life. I need this overarching structure because there are too many different kinds of work involved for any one discipline. To cover all the work that needs to happen and to my mind that explains why we can all do the steps differently and you know if you've been in a room with a bunch of atheists you know they don't agree on any single you know um so we all do them differently and yet they, they work so obviously the power is not in the form that bill gave us the power i think is in the structure that they provide so i think that this way of looking at the steps has some serious advantages we can stop telling each other how to do them and start asking instead we can i can tell a newcomer okay have you you know a bewildered newcomer have you met this newcomer who who came here, you know kind of upset and confused and the more they listen the more confused they got and bewildered okay so I can say to that person okay here's the purpose of step one so any way you can fulfill this purpose that's that's step one that's how you do step one and I can tell them I can give them that picture I just showed you and say okay See how these 12 steps go together to make your life completely different? Okay, that's what the steps are for. And even a newcomer can, can get a hold of that and say, okay, this makes sense. And, and I get a lot of, it makes sense now. I get a lot of nodding heads when I talk to people this way. We can stop wrestling with Bill Wilson's terminology. I'll skip all the adjectives. It's bleep terminology. Okay. And and I think, you know, if, if we start doing this, if we uh, expand on what I've done, and, and a lot of people do that, ask themselves, what did I get out of step one? What did I get out of step two? That we as a community can come up with a completely inclusive description of this process of getting free of addiction. And I would like to stop there. And, um, and have some discussion about this. So I'll stop recording.